welcome to the Tune In with Marcy podcast, where we always know that being you takes so much courage. Where you're joined by me, host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, every week for eye-opening, deep, real talk conversations on connecting to our intuition, personal power, the universe, and creating authentic relationships with each other. I want you to get ready for practical tips, inspiring stories, and answers to your burning questions. You know what they are that keep keeping you up at night. Whether you're struggling with overcoming fear to follow your life's passion, or you're experiencing Groundhog Day with repeating unhealthy patterns, this podcast is for you, sensitive soul. So get ready to live your truth. A quick note. This podcast sometimes has adult language because these are adult conversations. So plan accordingly, whether that means turning it off when kids are around or using your earbuds and earphones. Now on to this week's episode. I can't wait for you to listen. Hey there, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. This is episode 13, and we're exploring how to soothe coronavirus fears. Today, you're in for a treat because I lead you through a very powerful practice to address your fears. So make sure you listen all the way to the end of this episode to get all of the juicy richness out of this. In this episode, I talk about why it's not about denying or getting lost in our fears, how a focus on tending and soothing our fears can support our nervous systems, what happens to our brains when we get locked in fear, the role I believe spiritual communities and people can serve right now in the global pandemic. That means anyone who's on a spiritual path, why it's important to validate your fears and a very special practice. Think of it like a free workshop with me. Really, it's that juicy to soothe your fears and create a sense of internal safety for you right now. So before you continue listening to the show, take a moment to share this episode with a friend, family member, or someone you know who's been feeling really afraid, anxious, confused, or overwhelmed during these tough times and that really needs to hear this today. And tag me on Instagram. You can find me at Marcy Moberg, first and last name, M-A-R-C-I-M-O-B-E-R-G, to let me know that you're listening. I, I love to know when listeners are tuning in. So now on to this week's very special episode. Hey there, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm so grateful that you're here today. Uh, life has been wild lately, huh? If you're listening to this in real time, <clears throat> when this episode is coming out, you and I and the whole globe are experiencing a global pandemic. And I had an entirely different episode planned for releasing today and uh, decided that this topic felt really, really important to cover because I'm really passionate about, as I've said before, creating a spiritual practice and a path of personal growth for myself and for other people that includes space for both the human and the spirit sides of us, and that we really do need to tend to both. 
And so if you're anything like me and other people I've known over the last couple of weeks, many of us are feeling a lot of fear and anxiety and confusion and sometimes overwhelm about this virus situation. I know that that has certainly been the case for me, um, <clears throat> particularly because I have chronic illness, I have Lyme disease, and I have some other underlying conditions that I understand make me more at risk for having a case of the virus if I were to get infected that would not uh, likely be just a mild case. So I've been feeling it. The human side of me has been scared at times, has been anxious and feeling the uncertainty and feeling the precariousness of life. And I've been also feeling frustrated because I've seen posts from people on social media that keep, especially in the early days, we're just continuing to perpetuate this message of don't feed the fear, don't feed the fear when people would express their fears. And that was really frustrating for me because these fears are legitimate, that I'm feeling, that you're feeling, that many of us are feeling. I have also felt a lot of shock, to be honest, when I've seen the emphasis um, on certain spiritual teachings right now that different teachers or communities or leaders, uh, healers are perpetuating that I just don't feel like have sensitivity to the weight of our reality right now. And that includes... Um, the message of, you know, messages that are connected to the law of attraction ideas, like what you think attracts your reality, messages that we are not the body and we're all going to die someday, talking about like impermanence, messages about don't buying into the greater program of what's happening, that this is kind of self, self, you know, this is a self-constructed reality and what's real is really not here. Or just a lot of, honestly, just esoteric rambling that seems like some people maybe aren't willing to really acknowledge what's actually happening, or maybe they're living on a different plane of existence right now. I'm not sure. But it felt really important to me as someone who infuses a lot of the spirit and has the spirit leading my work, my personal life. Uh, And after having spent a lot of time in spiritual communities and having led a lot of public spaces that are oriented around spirit, like yoga, meditation classes, retreats, things like that, it just felt really important to me to name um, that that doesn't feel right right now. Those teachings don't feel right because they are out of they're, they're not in context. They're not locating themselves in the greater context of what's happening. And there's a time and place for different teachings. And there's a <clears throat> there are different applications for different teachings. And I'm not sure those are the teachings we should be purporting right now. And I'm not convinced that those are the messages that we should be saying right now. Because they're not locating themselves into the reality that we are absolutely, without a doubt of a fact, based on what all experts are saying, experiencing a global pandemic. And they're not sensitive to people's lived experience and valid feelings right now. So that's what I first want to say. 
you know, let's take, for example, the teaching that we are not the body. Of course, this life is not permanent and we will leave this earth one day. Absolutely. However, reminding us of that right now, I don't really see how that's helpful. And I think it's insensitive to the real dangers people are feeling. Real dangers, not illusionary, real dangers. And then it can absolutely, like these dangers can be prevented with informed action. I, I'm, I'm concerned that perpetuating this, I, this teaching that we are not the body, we're beyond the body without further context, unfortunately can make some people perhaps feel apathetic and therefore kind of check out and not take informed action because, well, anyways, we're going to die, <clears throat> which is kind of a very cynical way to go, I would say. And, and that doesn't feel responsible. Or, for example, let's look at the idea that feeling fear right now is just feeding the virus further, a law of attraction kind of type of teaching. The idea that feeding the virus further really creates no space for people to have valid fears and potentially sets us up for a situation where people actually feel guilty to feel fear. That, and, and that fear is really valid. And this is not the first time I've seen this. I, I work with... I've worked with a lot of clients over the years who are very steeped in spiritual communities who feel guilty to have very real, legitimate human feelings because they're not seen as quote-unquote spiritual or high vibrational enough. And that's just, I'm sorry, that's just nonsense. That is bullshit. Absolutely not okay. Um... We should not be in a situation of asking ourselves right now or feeling like we're being put in a position to ask, am I not a spiritual person because I'm afraid right now? No, of course you are. Of course you are. Your fears are valid. You know what will prevent feeding the virus further? Taking informed action drawn from reliable sources like the WHO, the CDC, and other public health professionals. That is what's actually going to stop feeding the virus. That is where our attention should be drawn. That's where I wish other spiritual teachers, leaders, healers, communities were purporting and spreading. Not the idea that if you're thinking about the virus and you're afraid of the virus that you're going to make it worse. <laughs> That's not helpful. In other words, I think some spiritual communities, teachers, and leaders are completely missing their role right now. And it's a role that I think we need. It's a really important role I think that we can play, which is to soothe, comfort, and reassure people in a mature way that honors equally our human and spirit selves. And right now I wonder if some spiritual public figures are so scared of what's happening that they are actually spiritually bypassing the human side of themselves and projecting their unaddressed fears out onto others. In fact, I dare say, I'm not sure how we could be fully human right now without feeling some sense of fear or anxiety at times, because the situation we are currently in with the coronavirus is full of uncertainty, confusing information, and absolutely devastating consequences. And I don't say that to spark additional fear. I'm here advocating that you get, you getting, I'm, I'm not here to like advocate for you to get lost in your fears. I'm here to say, damn it, your fear, my fear, our fear is real and valid and worthy of acknowledging right now. And let's start with that. 
So, okay, our fears are valid. So now what? I believe we need a both and situation. We need to acknowledge our fears are valid and we need to tend to them so that we can take intentional, informed, and mindful action. Because if we are consumed by unaddressed fear, that's not going to support us either. In other words, it's not about avoiding the fear. It's not about denying the fear. It's not about ignoring it or getting lost in it. You know, it's not about getting lost in the tsunami of our fear either. It's about tending to our fear skillfully. Tending to our fear is like the tender process of caring for a small child who is afraid. What would you do if your fear about the coronavirus was a small child afraid for their life? I'd say most of us would probably, I hope, (laughs) gingerly, with tender steps, listen to this child, wrap them in our warm embrace, acknowledge their feelings, understand where they're coming from, and get underneath the fear to recognize that what appears to be missing in essence is a sense of safety right now, a felt sense of safety. We all need to feel maybe a little bit more safe right now. When we recognize that at the root of our fear is a need for safety, we can start to transform our fear into true self-care. When we take intentional steps to create a sense of safety, for example, for me, this looks like starting a self-quarantine process, given the risks I have as a person with chronic illness and the privilege I have to work mainly virtually this de- these days, which has been such a blessing. This means putting limits on how often I read news about the coronavirus and being intentional when I do seek information, like checking trusted sources and translating how the new data that I am reading might actually inform my personal daily choices and actions. This means letting myself cry when I want to cry and cozying up with a blanket when I need some you know, support. This means asking for warm hugs from my partner when I'm feeling afraid. This means moving away from my typical meditation practice and how that looks and maybe focusing more on a grounding daily meditation practice, one that's really focused on grounding myself into the present moment in my body. And this means taking extra vitamins and herbs to support my immune system and being compassionate with how I'm feeling on a daily basis because that's changing. So the question is, what would support your fearful self to feel more safe right now? And what is within your control? If you don't like the word control, you could ask, where do I have choice? For example, I don't have control over how international travel is managed right now. And if people are screened at the airports and I don't have personal control on whether my neighbors decide to go out into public spaces despite their symptoms or being infected and asymptomatic, So when I get clear about these pieces, I can give myself permission to acknowledge the fears that I may have around those pieces, soothe my fear by recognizing those are not my pieces to personally own, and shift my attention to what pieces are within my domain of agency and choice. And when I do something like that, my shift allows me to open up to more creative ideas, like maybe calling my elected officials to express concern about the way international travel and screening is being mismanaged in the current outbreak situation, and sharing well-sourced articles with my social network that encourages social distancing, regardless of whether you have symptoms and if that's possible. So getting clear on 
where we have control and choice can help soothe our nervous systems. We can distinguish where we can be useful and channel our energy to transform our circumstances. And that feels empowering when we do that. But regardless of what actions we, we decide to take, our deepest sense of safety is created inside of ourselves. If we're going to take some time to invest in tending to our fears right now, I recommend we, we focus a good part of our energy on a daily basis to creating an internal sense of safety. Did you know that we, when we internally feel safe, we have more access to all of the areas of our brains? I find this fascinating. It's actually our wiring as a, as a part of survival actually turns off different parts of our brain to support us when we're feeling uh, really scared and like we're in a survival mode. When we move into survival mode, we don't access the same areas of our brain in the same way, which is super helpful. When I teach about this in classes, you know, I talk about how if you're faced with a venomous snake, um, the last thing you want to do is have to like, <laughs> is to have the analytical, like rational, uh, logical thought provoking problem solving part of your brain, like really active in that moment. Instead, you really want to be able to act on instinct on kind of like an autopilot mode that gets you to go, Oh, snake run, you know, instead of thinking about, well, option a, I could do this option B, I could do that. Like that's not helpful. So it's a, it's an evolutionary thing. That's actually super useful for us, but, um, it's not helpful in a situation like this, where we're in kind of like a a low simmer chronic situation where we're in this moment, most of us, thankfully, are not in a life or death decision facing us in this single second right now, you know. So when we are in that contracted and unsafe internal state over an extended period of time, our nervous system can move into survival mode and that can look like fight, flight, or freeze And this nervous system response actually turns off our access to the rational thinking mind, like I talked about in the snake scenario. And so if we want to use our creative energy to support ourselves so we can feel more safe right now and our family members and our loved ones and other people in the community that we care about to feel more safe, we really, really need that area of our brain to be accessible so that we're acting from an informed thoughtful place and not from a reactionary shutdown or fighting place. So to create a true sense of safety inside of us, we really need to cradle our fears with, with care, like we would a small child and, and not sidestep them. So in some, your feelings are valid and they really need your witnessing acknowledgement to feel heard right now. Your fear is like a small child inside of yourself that feels really unsafe right now. Focusing on creating a sense of internal safety for yourself by focusing on what you actually have control and choice over can help your nervous system to rev down. We need our nervous systems to rev down, to access our ability to make informed decisions. And the best way you can keep your nervous system revved down right now is by focusing on creating internal safety for yourself.
Hey there, it's Marcy. Just wanted to pop in and tell you about some exciting news. Did you know that I have a really popular intuition course? If you've been following my work until now, you know that. And if not, now you know. I have a very popular foundational intuition course. I call it Intuition 101. And this course is going to be offered again starting next month in April. During the week of April 6th, I will officially open registration for the course and Uh, During the week of April 20th is when we will begin. So for two weeks, registration will be open. During that time, you can sign up. And to make sure that you don't miss it, make sure that you have signed up for my newsletter because that's where I will be making the announcement first where registration opens. So that will give you the opportunity to snag your spot and join me for that journey. In that journey, we learn how to tap into our spirit guides. We work with different uh, inner sense gifts. So if you've heard of clairvoyance, you'll learn in this course what that is, and you'll learn how to maybe start to tap into and access that. And it's really to empower you to put intuition into the CEO seat of your life and to start to do that so that you're able to sort through the noise in your head and the noise that you may hear about other opinions around you and to really tap into what is your inner truth. That's what this course is all about. So if that sounds interesting to you and exciting, head on over to my website, marcymoberg.com. Make sure you're signed up for my newsletter and uh, stay tuned for registration open during the week of April 6th. In the meantime, there will be some events leading up to that where I'll be doing some little teachings here and there for highly sensitive people and empaths and uh, the intersection between sensitivity and our intuition because there is a link. So stay tuned for that. Now back to this week's show. Hey there, welcome back. So because I've been focusing on the sense that we need to create an internal state, an internal cultivation, an internal experience of safety. And I surveyed a bunch of people, my community on Instagram to figure out what would be actually most supportive at this time during the coronavirus outbreak. And I asked people on Instagram what did they what they needed the most right now. And most of you said that you actually would love a meditation. So the good news is I created a free meditation focused entirely on cultivating an internal sense of safety. Um, I'm really proud of this practice. It takes about 30 some minutes, 30, 33 minutes. The practice includes guided body-centered meditative practices an active meditation journaling. So it's an active meditation versus a passive one. So you're really uh, participating along the way because we're really looking at creating a, a pretty big shift in your internal state. And the cool news is that I decided to do this very differently, this episode very differently now. And that is that right now you're going to hear the meditation. So you have the opportunity to pause this episode, go get the stuff you need, set yourself into a quiet space or come back to it later and practice the meditation and then complete this episode. I'm pretty excited about this. I decided to do that. I was debating on whether to include 
the meditation in this episode of the podcast or to just talk about it and have it be something separate that you could easily go access. And I just decided that what I feel intuitively is needed the most right now is for me to serve as many people as possible with these tools that I have included in this meditation so that as many people as possible can receive some support today, right now, whatever medium you're accessing it through to support and soothe your fears. That's what it's focused on. This is a meditation focused on soothing your fears and creating an internal sense of safety. And so That's what you're going to hear next is this meditation. I'm really excited for you to listen to it and practice with it. I think it's very, very powerful. It's very potent. It was like this question for myself to say, okay, should I do a live session or should I give people meditation? And I thought, okay, well, what if I gave people a meditation that was almost kind of like being in a live session with me, like a live workshop and infusing the two. So that's what that's what this is. That's what I birthed (laughs) this kind of active meditation. That's like, as if you were in a workshop with me. Um, and that's what felt like it would be most supportive. So you'll hear that now, if you really like the meditation and you'd like to access it in a way that you could download it and then use it whenever you want, um, head to the link in my show notes. Um, I'll have it linked in the show notes below. If you click on the information of this podcast, wherever you're listening, You'll have the link there and you can easily um, get the get the meditation and download it. So for now, I'm going to leave you with myself to do the meditation. And then I will, after we're done, I will pop back in and say a couple words and close out this episode. I can't wait for you to do this practice. I think it's going to be really nourishing. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this soothing fear meditation. This is a wonderful meditation to utilize when you're feeling like your fears are growing and it feels like they're kind of overtaking you and an opportunity to really be able to ground back down into your environment, into your body, and to take that grounding to give you an opportunity to give some audience to your fears in a mindful way and perhaps to become a creative partner in addressing your fears. So you'll need a couple things for this practice. You'll want a notebook and pen. You will want to make sure that you're set up in a comfortable place where you can be not interrupted, ideally and set up in a situation where you're either sitting or laying down in a way that you'll be able to stay awake throughout this practice. There will be a series of practices that progress together, starting with some awareness practices in your environment, to then moving into the body into a more guided meditation that is body somatic centered and then we'll end the practice with a series of journal practices so if you don't already have a notebook and pen 
Make sure you get a good notebook and pen for yourself. And set them somewhere near to you if you need to, you can stop this recording, push pause so that you can gather that. And when you're ready, start to settle yourself into wherever you are, like you're a bird settling yourself into a cozy nest. Make sure that the body feels supported, comfortable, and like you can feel like the body can maybe soften a little bit, but also remain awake. And let's start by noticing something in your environment. I want you to look around the room where you are. And I want you to notice something in your environment that is pleasant to look at. Maybe it's pleasant to look at because it's something that has a beautiful memory connected to it for you or Aesthetically, it's pleasing. You really enjoy the color or the textures. And I want to invite you to settle your attention on this pleasant object in your environment. Really take in the colors and the textures, the light and the shadow. And as you take this in through your eyes, through the senses gate of your eyes, notice how do you feel in your body? How do you feel as you rest your gaze on that object? Do you feel a sense of warmth or tingling at your heart center? Do you notice some softening in your limbs? Notice how do you feel in the body? And as we go throughout this practice, there will be times where I keep asking you along the way, how do you feel in your body? And I wanted to invite you to notice the sensation in the body without the need to worry about the story. Meaning if you have, for example, warmth in your chest right now as you look at this object in your space without the need to know why you feel warmth we're interested in just noticing that the warmth is there and allowing it so notice now how these pleasant sensations and objects are also present along with any sense of fear that you may have been experiencing inside of yourself or in your greater environment. Notice how both exist. 
And as we go throughout this practice, I want to invite you to use this object that we started with as your anchor. So that at any time during the meditation, if you feel like you need to reground yourself into your space, you're feeling like you're getting disconnected or you're feeling like you're getting overwhelmed by sensation that you can always come back to that pleasant object and take that in as a a physical reminder that you're right here, right now, you're in a space that's safe and that this too, this pleasant experience is also present. So feel free to come back to that anytime. And now let's start to draw our awareness into the body, draw our attention inside. So for some of us, what is most supportive is closing the eyes. So if that feels good, you can slowly soften the eyelids and allow them to close. If closing the eyes is uncomfortable for you, maybe you gently settle your gaze on a point on the floor or the wall in front of you, or maybe partially close the eyes. Anything that allows your physical gaze to release as the primary sensory activity so that you can turn towards your internal gaze of your internal experience. As you start to draw your attention inside, simply become aware of the body breathing in and out. Notice the body breathing in and out, maybe the abdomen rising and falling. The rib cage expanding and releasing. Let's do a couple breaths together to get even more concretely in touch with our breath. So in a moment, I'm going to invite you to inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. So inhale deeply through the nose and gently pause in the belly. And exhale out through the mouth. Again, inhale through the nose and gently pause. And exhale through the mouth. And one last time. Inhale through the nose and pause. And exhale this time, maybe sighing it out. Allowing your breathing to resume its natural rhythm. And after you've gotten in touch with the breath, notice how do you feel in your body right now? What do you feel in the body right now? Can you bring special attention 
to where the body has contact with either the floor, the chair, the couch, the bed, whatever you're sitting or laying on. Can you notice that contact, that connection, that foundation, that grounding? Now that you're more anchored in your environment and your body, let's lovingly, gently, step by step, letting the body lead, become aware of your fear, anxiety, confusion, whatever you've been feeling. Start to bring into your awareness this fearful, anxious, confused feeling that you've been having. And as you slowly allow that to come into your awareness, as you slowly start to witness that, what do you notice in your body? One way to think about this is which regions of the body light up? Do you, for example, notice a clenching in the stomach or a sense of like a walling off in the chest or a rising in the shoulders? Now see if you can notice which sensation in the body is calling your attention the most right now. Which sensation is calling you the most? Could be the most prevalent or just naturally your awareness goes there. Trust whatever that is. And let's just focus your awareness on the sensation in that area of the body. You're simply noticing those sensations. They may stay the same. They may change. They may have some emotions that bubble up with them. Just going to simply be witnessing. As we do this, we'll do this in small increments so it feels safe and doable. And at any point, if what is coming up for you feels like it's too much, slowly bring your awareness back to the breath and to the space around you and come back to that object that was pleasant to look at from the beginning as an anchor. For 30 seconds now, just notice what you can become aware of in the body, the body sensations, just notice and watch them like a witness, an observer. For 30 seconds, watch the body, watch the area that's calling your attention the most. Time starts now.
What do you notice in the body? Now that you've given more space for this sensation, what do you notice? Is there warmth? Is there coolness, tightness? And now a favorite question, if right now in this moment, your body was in charge, what would it have you do to feel more safe? If your body was in charge right now, what would it have you do to feel more safe? I want to invite you to trust the first thing that comes to you. Maybe that looks like wrapping your arms around your chest, like you're giving yourself a big hug. Maybe it looks like curling in so that your knees are towards your chest and you feel like you're, you've created like a little cocoon or a shell for your body. Maybe it looks like placing hands on a part of the body and gently rubbing them like a belly rub. For the next 30 seconds, I want you to move yourself into that shape or that movement, whatever the body would have you do if it was in charge right now. For the next 30 seconds, allow that to happen and simply notice. Time starts now. Now, what do you notice in your body now? How does it feel to make that shape or movement that the body wanted? Does it feel like relief? Does it feel like cozy? What does it feel like to make that shape or movement? And I want you to soak in that feeling for the next 30 seconds. Time starts now. What do you notice in the body now? What's present in this moment?
And now I want to invite you to say the following mantra out loud or internally to the part of your body where you felt the fear and we started working. Connect to that part of the body like you have been as if you're speaking to someone dear that you want to comfort and say, you're not alone. I'm here for you. You're safe with me. And I love you. You're not alone. I'm here for you. You're safe with me. And I love you. You're not alone. I'm here for you. You're safe with me. And I love you. Now that we've given more space for your fear and anxiety, confusion, whatever was coming up for you, we want to give the fear some constructive audience so that that part of you that's witnessing this whole process, that's become aware of, that's noticed the fear, is able to really support the fear even further. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. And with each one, you'll have two minutes to do some reflecting in your journal. And you'll free write. You'll just write stream of consciousness, whatever comes to you without the need to edit or worry about grammar or spelling or cross out words. You'll just simply write. So for the next two minutes, I want you to consider how could I support myself to feel more safe right now? How could I support myself to feel more safe right now? What do you need? to feel more safe today. Ask yourself, what do I need to feel more safe today? So for two minutes, just write whatever comes to your mind and I'll keep time over here. And after two minutes, I'll come back and we'll explore another question. Time starts now.
For the next two minutes, I want you to consider what do I have control over? In other words, what choices can I make that are within my control right now? Again, for the next two minutes, write whatever comes to your mind and I'll keep the time over here. And after two minutes, I'll pop back in and I'll ask another question. Time starts now. Now, for the next two minutes, consider what do you not have control over that you can offer up to the universe, source, God, cosmic energy, spirit, whatever that is for you, whatever you believe in, whatever something that's greater than you and you can call in support for and you can recognize is actually not not yours to have to be responsible for, let's say. What do you not have control over that you can call in greater support for? What do you not have control over that you can call in greater support for? Again, for two minutes, write whatever comes to your mind. This is like you're creating almost like a to-do list or a prayer list or an offering list, whatever that is, um, to something that's greater than you. It could be the universe. It could be your ancestors, your spirit guides, source, whatever that is. 
for two minutes now I'll keep time and then when that's complete I'll pop back in time starts now Now, what do you notice in your body right now after having done the practices that we've done so far? What do you notice in your body? What has shifted in your sense of internal safety? What new sense of safety have you cultivated? Let's take several deep breaths together just like we did at the beginning. So inhale deeply through the nose and exhale out through the mouth. through the nose, exhale out through the mouth, one last time, inhale through the nose, exhale out through the mouth, slowly wiggle the fingers, the toes, take any stretches you need, start to, to bring your awareness to the wider space around you and let's end by bringing your awareness to that pleasant object that we started with. Gently resting your gaze on that pleasant object and taking that in.
through our time together, we've gone on a journey, a journey of recognizing that there is some pleasant space, objects, energy, sensations in your environment, in your body, along with the fear, anxiety, and confusion. Both exist. It's not about only focusing on the pleasant, and it's not about only focusing on the fear. It's not about denying the pleasant. It's not about denying the fear. It's about skillfully being able to be in touch with both. And when we give audience to our fear in a way like we did today, and we give space to our body and our more creative, intuitive self to lead like we did today, we can perhaps transform that fear and actually address the underlying needs that are fueling it. That is how we can tend to our fear. I hope this practice has supported you. I hope this practice has empowered you to create a deeper sense of safety. You can always go back and continue to build on the lists that you have created. I thank you so much for creating this space for yourself to be able to tend to your inner experience. With that, I close out and send you off with so much love. Take care. Hey there, I hope you really enjoyed this meditation practice and that it serves you well. Again, as I said, if you enjoyed it so much that you know that it would be one that you, a practice that you'd like to come back to time and time again, I purposefully um, designed it and recorded it with the intention of it serving folks who had coronavirus fears and that it could be applicable to any fears if you notice that in the way that I languaged things. So if that feels like it would be supportive, again, head on over to the link in my show notes or my website, and you will be able to get the actual download of the file there. And if you, if you don't already follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Marcy Moberg. And um, I'd love for you to tag me there if you enjoyed this episode, share this episode with your friends and family people who really need to hear these words right now, who need to hear a different message about their fear, who need to know that their fear is valid and need some tools to be able to address that. Please, please, please share this episode as widely as possible because I really want this to be a support for people. Um, and again, if you aren't on my newsletter, make sure to, to join on the website at marcymoberg.com to receive my most up-to-date offers, musings, and special reflections directly into your inbox. It's been such a pleasure um, to circle with you virtually. I feel your presence right now. We need each other during this time. Stay safe, take care of yourself and your loved ones, and um, above all, remember that there is both the beautiful and the challenging right now, and it's about learning how to skillfully create space for both 
that will empower us to get through this very challenging time um, with more presence and strength in the end. So I send you off with so much love. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast, Tune In with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review. Ideally, five stars. That way, more people can find this podcast, which would be wonderful. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at my website, www.marcymoberg.com. That's my first and last name.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love. Thank you.